it's been a couple weeks, actually. It has. Yeah, we took a little break. Yeah, we've, we've had, had a really busy summer. Yeah, what have we been up to? We went to Holiday World. We did go to Holiday World. What else did we do? Did you like Holiday World? Yes. Yeah. It was a little crowded, though. It was. If you're going to Holiday World, don't go on a Saturday. No way. But we had fun. And we have a live audience today. We do. Hi. That's Gabe. Hi. And that's Goldie. My brother and sister, if you've been watching. Yeah, listening. Listening. Yeah. Um, They're in here today while we record and they want to listen to a couple stories um so i think we're gonna just hop right into it because it's been a while and i'm sure you guys are just ready to hear some stories right definitely okay you want me to hold it yes please all right so guinevere what are you reading today uh saturday at the food pantry who's it written by dane diane diane o'neill illustrated by briz Brazita. Brazita Margro. Good job. Margo. Saturday Margo. at the food pantry. Dinner! Mom called. Chili again, Molly asked. They'd had it every day this week. Last week, too. Yep, Mom said. Tastes even better. The spices sink in. Mom lay loaded loaded the last of the chili into their bowls we have fancy milk too molly grinned mom she watched mom pour milk into the sh- into the sugar and spices in her cup mom shook the milk carton just a tiny splash and that and put it in the refrigerator. Tomorrow, we'll get food, Mom said. We're going shopping. Shopping? Molly's eyes lit up. Chicken and spaghetti and ice cream? Well, sort of. We're going to a food pantry. What's a food pantry, Molly asked. It's a place for people who need food. Mom stood straight, her chin high. Everybody needs help sometimes. At bedtime, Mom usually made warm, fancy milk and read a story tonight. Tonight, just a story. Molly tossed and turned, turned, trying to sleep. Her hunger growled. The next next morning, they walked to the food pantry. Why do we need to wait, Molly asked. The pantry isn't open yet, Mom said. It's only open certain hours. Molly pulled paper and crayons out of her backpack. She started drawing. Then she looked up. Mom, look, Mom, there's Catelyn. She's in my class. Hey, Catelyn. Catelyn looked away. I think it's Caitlin. Caitlin. Molly ran over to her. Didn't you hear me? Caitlin looked down. I don't want anyone to know. Gran and I need help. She whispered. Oh, Molly walked back to her mom. 
Was there something wrong with needing help? Molly wanted to go home, but she was hungry. You okay, Mom asked. Why don't you draw me a picture? I love your drawings. The woman in front of them turned, smiling at Molly. An artist, will you draw one for me too? Molly pulled out her crayons again. Maybe drawing a happy picture would cheer her up. Hey, can you draw me a picture too? Me too, will you draw me one? Molly ran to, to Cat, Caitlin with paper and crayons in her hands. Hope everybody wants pictures. I can't draw that fast. Caitlin looked up. Well, okay. Welcome to the food pantry. Soon a woman opened the door. Molly and Caitlin each handed her a picture. Thank you, what wonderful girls. Gifts. Gifts. Welcome, please sign in, said the man at the desk. Mom didn't have to sign her name when they went to the grocery store, Molly thought. But the man smiled at them. Thanks, grab a cart and stop here when you need, when you're done. Lots of food, to, good food today. Thanks, Mom said. She smiled, but just a little, not like when they played in the park. The food pantry was like a, the little store where they sometimes bought bread and milk. Cans and boxes were on the plain metal shelves. Molly ran to her shelf and picked up a box of sugar cookies. No, Mom said. Then she whispered, they and people, they, the people in charge, they'll want us to take this sensible, sensible stuff. Mom's face turned pink. Molly's eyes widened. Why didn't, why did you, why did her mom think that? They, why were cookies here if you weren't supposed to take them? The woman at the door and the man at the desk had seemed nice. They wouldn't, they, would they really not want Molly and her mom to have cookies? Molly swallowed tears. She put the cookies back. They would have been good with fancy milk. Help me put food in the cart, said Mo Mom's side. Just like Caitlin, Mom looked like sh she wanted to be invisible, but none of them were doing anything wrong. Everybody needs help sometimes, Molly whispered to her mom. Remember? Her mom, her mom smiled. You're right. Molly pointed at a sign on a huge bin of fruit. What if somebody wants two cantaloupes? A lot of people need help, said Mom. They have to make sure they have enough for food for everyone, who, everybody who comes here. Molly and Mom put oranges in a can, cantaloupe in their cart. Mom handed Molly cans of corn, tomatoes, and clean peaches, bags of red 
beans, pinto beans, pinto beans, pinto beans, and brown rice. A loaf of what? Wheat. Wheat bread. A box of oatmeal. A bag of sugar. Spaghetti noodles. Sauce and grated cheese. Raisins and tuna. Peanut butter too. Mom reached for a big box of powdered milk. We'll have fancy milk tonight. They checked out at the desk. The man pointed to the wall. Ooh, Molly ran to the to Caitlin. Come here, look, Molly's rainbow sparkled. Caitlin's elf grinned. I was in a sad mood. The man said, "Your artwork helped. Thank you." He put their groceries into the bags, and he handed did Molly's mom a box of sugar cookies. Saw your little girl looking at these. She can have them if that's okay with you, ma'am. Mom had a fancy, funny look, almost like she wanted to cry. She nodded. Thank you. Everybody deserves a treat. The man said, "Enjoy." That man's nice. Mm-hmm. Molly and Mom walked home. They each carried a bul- bulging bulging bag. Molly, she looked around and saw Caitlin and her grand. I don't know. I didn't know you lived so close. Mom said to Caitlin's grand. How nice. We're neighbors, Caitlin's grand said. I've been looking for work. They, they've closed the factory, Mom said. I've been sick, said Caitlin's grand. We, we've, we got lots of yummy food, Molly said. Did you? Yeah, Caitlin shrugged. I just wish we didn't have to come to a food pantry. And Molly said, but everything, Molly said, but everything, everybody needs help sometimes. And we, and we helped. We cheered people up, Caitlin grinned. We did, didn't we? I have an idea. Let's have lunch together, Molly said. Yes, Caitlin agreed. And we have dessert, Molly said. The man at the pantry gave me sugar cookies. There's enough for all of us. Let's eat. And they did. The end. The end. This says, a note for adults and caregivers about food insecurity. Molly and her mother are right. Everybody needs help sometimes. There should be no shame in turning to a food pantry during a time of need. Children need nutritious food to grow, learn, and thrive. In the United States in 2019, more than 35 million people struggled to consistently afford nutritious food. A socioeconomic condition often referred to as food insecurity according to Feeding America, the nation's leading anti-hunger organization. In 2020, that number is estimated to have increased to more than 50 million because of the coronavirus pandemic. Child hunger has also soared during, during this period. About one in three households with children reported having difficulty affording food, according to a 2020 study 
from economists at Northwest University. Food insecurity exists in every community regardless of geography. People living in rural communities often face hunger at higher rates because of scarce job opportunities and longer distances to grocery stores and other sources of food. In Chicago and other urban areas across the country, Black and Latina communities are disproportionately affected by food insecurity because of years of racial disparities. Sadly, many communities of color have inadequate access to food, jobs, housing, and health care. Food is a human right. No one should have to go hungry. Everyone should have access to fresh fruit and vegetables, protein, dairy, whole grains, and yes, Molly, the occasional cookie. If you find yourself struggling to afford food, please contact your local food bank to visit to find the nearest food distribution site. If you are unsure how to do that, go to www.feedingamerica.org to find the food bank serving your community. Government Assistance called Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program, or SNAP, also provides important food assistance to millions of Americans. Food insecurity is not a permanent condition. Life can be hard and sometimes unfair, but it can get better too. Many people who turn to food pantries or SNAP often find themselves helping others in need later in life. Together, we can help one another go from hungry to hopeful. That's why we always donate food at school when they have that donating food thing. You're right. That was a really good pick, Guinevere. I loved that story. Awesome pick. Loved it. Um, Are yeah. we doing the quiz now? Do you or? want to do a quiz or do you want me to read? Uh, read and then we'll do the quizzes and rates. Why don't you go ahead and read it? Okay. I read it. Four. Four out of five? Four out of five. Okay, I rated five. Loved it. I loved um, the story, how it taught children about food banks, and the importance of how every person deserves food and healthy food at that. So, great choice. Would you have chosen that? I didn't see it at the library, so I don't know if I would have picked it up. You but... probably didn't see it because that was like the... I thought it would be more like a fun story. Yeah. You like it though? Yeah. Awesome. All right. I am reading a book called Pearl. She chose it because my middle name is Pearl. I did. And it is by Molly Idol. All right. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. In the vast sea of blue, some mermaids watched over the waves breaking upon the endless beaches. Some kept an eye on the great coral reefs. Some tended to the towering forests of kelp rising from the ocean floor. Some guarded the deep, or the giants of the deep, and Pearl deeply yearned to be one of them. Mother, I am big enough to help too, she said. Yes, Pearl, her mother considered. Come with me. I have something very important for you to look after. They swam up and up and up, past the breaking waves until the sandy shore stretched all around them. This, said her mother, is yours. She placed a single grain of sand in Pearl's hand. Yours to care for every day and keep safe every night. 
But mother, protested Pearl, you said I could help with something important. The smallest of things can make a great difference, Pearl, her mother replied. With that, Pearl was left alone. A wave of disappointment washed over her. She was surrounded by thousands of grains of sand. Millions, billions beyond counting. And here she was entrusted with just one? Her heart grew heavy and the weight of it pulled her down, down, down. Where the salt of her tears mingled with the sea. Pearl glowered at the grain of sand. She clenched it in her tiny fist. Then from beneath her fingers came a faint light. But when Pearl opened her hand, it was gone. Pearl closed her hand around the tiny grain again, gently this time. The sand resting on her palm had a luster to it that had not been there before. Every day, Pearl preserved it, polished it, and played with it. Every night, she protected it, and slowly, very slowly, it began to grow and grow and glow. And as it grew lighter, so did Pearl's heart. It seemed to buoy upon them and up. Oh, it seemed to buoy them up and up and up until it rose into the vast sea of stars. Pearl beamed up at it, it beamed back. Its light touched everything. It sparkled on the breaking waves and the coral, creating new reefs. It glowed in the tides flowing through the towering forests and illuminated the giants rising from the deep. And it shone upon Pearl. The end. And that was a good story. That was. Do you know what it was about? What did the pearl become at the end? It became the moon. The moon. Is that what you were going to say, Goldie? Also, yeah. that little pearl wasn't a pearl. It was a sand, a grain of sand. Or so she thought in the beginning. Yeah, but then she took care of it. Yeah, Goldie? And then while she was taking care of it, it grew bigger, and then it turned into the moon. You're right. That was a really cute story. What do you guys rate it? Um, four and a half. Four and a half out of five, Goldie? Um, six and a half. Ooh, out of five? You must have really liked it. We're not doing the quiz today because... There's not really anything to do a quiz on. Yeah, we just liked those stories. They were meaningful and sweet and yeah. we just liked it. So we wanted to share it. No quizzes, but... We're going to do jokes now. Yeah. Gabe's going first. Gabe, you want to tell us your joke first? All right, let's hear it. What does a cloud wear under his raincoat? What? Thunderwear. <laughs> I do not like that laugh that you always do. <laughs> Okay, Guinevere, you're next. Why can't why can Elsa not have a balloon? Why? Because she will let it go, let it go. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, Goldie, you're our last joke. What are you gonna? No, you the joke? have to do one too. 
What did the other toilets say to the other? What? You look flush. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Hmm, let's see. I'm going to do... What musical instrument is found in the bathroom? What? A tuba toothpaste. (laughs) (laughs) Tuba, get it? You know the instrument, a tuba? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, listening. and we'll be here next time for Magical Memories. Can everyone say goodbye? Bye! Bye. Oh, I want to show you one thing. I can talk minion. Oh, Gabe wants to talk minion real quick. Say goodbye in minion. Okay. <laughs> Good job. Well, thanks for listening yeah. to Magical Memories. Rate and subscribe and review. Yeah. One of your love seeing reviews, so. I do. All right. Ooh, I want to say Have a great week. one more thing in minion. It's going to be good goodbye. Okay. Goodbye.